Tony McLean. Welcome to episode number five of the Play A Bigger Game podcast. Tips, tricks, ideas and interviews that will help you play a bigger game. And today, we're going to talk about bad habits. You know that old song, I can't even remember who sings it, but can't help myself. Bad habits. <laughs> that is a bad habit. I can't sing to save my life. But we all have bad habits. And I think one of the real keys to playing a bigger game is to be able to, well, sort out your bad habits. You know those ones that get in the way of your goals and your dreams and ambitions and desires and replace them with good habits or, you know, those habits that create a a foundation or a, a springboard to accelerate your success. And I know that we've all got them. I've got them, you've got them. Even the most successful people you know have got them. I think mainly the difference between those that are successful and those that are not is people that are are successful are working on the bad habits. They're trying to get rid of them, eliminate them, replace them. And so that's what I want to talk about today is how do you take some of your bad habits and pack them up Put them in a box and send them off to Siberia so that you never, ever see them again. So take control of your bad habits so that you can play a bigger game. I think the first thing, this is what I like to do. I like to think of, well, I like to identify my bad habits, but I like to think of them as big ugly monsters so you know i uh, accentuate them rather than because sometimes it's really easy to bury a bad habit and go oh, you know that's just a habit that's just something i do it's okay i don't really need to worry about too much just push it in the background whereas i try and think of my bad habits of really big ugly monsters and and if i don't deal with them if i don't put them away then they're likely to do me some damage. Or even if I try and hide them or lock them up in a cupboard, they'll creep back in when you let your guard down or they sneak under the radar under the radar when you least expect it and take up residence again. If you're going to get rid of some bad habits, you need to replace them with good habits. So here's what we're going to do. Why don't you grab a piece of paper, take some time to sit down and do some pest control. So let's clean out those bad habits and kill them off. So grab a piece of paper and write down a list of all your bad habits. And if you're like me, it could be quite a long list. And everybody's list is different and that's okay. So write down a list and then... Which is the one that bugs you the most? Which one is the one that causes you the most pain or the most grief or holds you back, gets in the way of your success? And we only want to work on one. So, you know, we can have 50 bad habits. Let's hope you haven't got that many. But if you've got a few that are crowding each other for space in your world, just get rid of them one at a time. And so... Let's choose one bad habit and let's choose to work on that this week. So uh, once you've identified it, you need to go, what's what's something I could replace that with? You know, so 
if, uh, like, for me at the moment, because it's uh, footy season, I tend to eat way too much junk food because I tend to sit down and watch the footy and if I'm having a beer, I like to have some junk food to go with it. So, bad habit. But the good habit is I can go, all right, so what's some food that's reasonably healthy that I can eat with a beer while I'm watching the footy. So I've taken the bad habit of eating a packet of corn chips to the good habit of eating some celery sticks with some dip. I know, I know, sounds a bit boring, but ultimately your bad habit is holding you back from achieving your goal. So for me, if I wanted to lose a little bit of weight, which I do, then the bad habit of eating junk food while I was footy is holding me back. So identifying that and then replacing it and being aware that I need to replace it with something healthy, even though it may not taste quite as good, means that I'm able to achieve my goal. So I get rid of the bad habit. Or your bad habit might be uh, maybe you sleep too long in the morning, you don't get out of bed and so you don't have time to get ready for work or eat a good breakfast. So maybe you replace that with, with setting the alarm and going for a walk, taking the dog for a walk. If you haven't got a dog, take a neighbour's walk, a neighbour's dog for a walk. Or uh, you know, uh, maybe you don't get enough time to relax or, or learn. So maybe the habit of watching too much TV can turn into the habit of just one night a week and you read a book, read a fiction book, watch a movie, still watching TV I suppose, um, read a business book, um, catch up with a friend. But it's easy to fall into these habits of you know coming home and just press, pressing the on button on the remote control and watching television before you know it an hour and a half has gone by and you haven't really achieved much so let's go back to the beginning make a list of your bad habits put an asterisk next to one that you're going to go to work on this week and here's the reality is you're going to have to work on it for more than a week so we all know that but uh, I would give it a red hot go for 90 days so research shows that if you want to change a habit or change a behaviour, then you have to repeat the change, so the new behaviour, 125 times before it becomes a new habit. So that's a lot. But, you know, if you're doing that three or four times a year, you're eliminating a habit that holds you back from playing a bigger game, you'll look back in 12 months and go, I just can't believe how far I've come. But if you don't start doing it now, you'll end up in the same place you were 12 months ago. Nobody wants to be there. And here's the thing. Bad habits, those big, ugly monsters, and I just want to remind you of that. Bad habits, if you only push them into the cupboard, they have a way of sneaking out and turning up again, you know. And for me, for instance, it's... It's quite easy for me to end up eating nachos while I watch the footy and have a beer because that bad habit keeps wanting to sneak back. But, you know, if I've done it 125 times, which is the whole footy season probably plus a bit, then it becomes a habit. You'll be surprised, seriously, at how quickly it turns around. The other thing that you can do is you can make a commitment to somebody else. So be accountable. You know, so saying to your uh, to your friends that I'm going to go to the gym once a week 
and having them hold you accountable to that. So reminding you that that was a habit that you were going to develop. Have you done it? Have you been there? Have you been able to achieve it? And keeping you on track. So, you know, saying to my family that I'm not eating junk food, I don't want to eat any junk food when I watch the footy. So if you see me reaching for the savoury shapes, pull me into line. Let me know that that was a habit that I wanted to replace because I want somebody to help me to get to the new habit 125 times so the big ugly monsters are packed up in a box and off to Siberia. And I think sometimes when we talk about being accountable, we want somebody else to own it. When you want to be accountable, you don't want somebody else to own it. When I want to be accountable, I don't want, I don't want somebody to be the Nazi of my achievements. I just want somebody to remind me of what my promises were. Might be different for you, you might need the Nazi, but I just want somebody to remind me that I shouldn't do that or I I said or promised that I was going to do that because that's enough for me to get back in the game. Because when you own it, you're more likely to succeed. When somebody else owns it, the habit's likely to come back. How many times have you seen somebody get a personal trainer and go, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to get the personal trainer to hold me accountable. But when they drop the personal trainer, they also drop the good habit of getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning and going down to the park and training because they don't have the accountability person. So I prefer it if you own it. And I don't think you should get in the habit of telling yourself that you're trying to do something, that, you know, I'm trying to give up junk food or I'm trying to go to the gym or I'm trying you're either doing it or you're not doing it so if you're a fan of Star Wars you know where they've got that little pointy eared guy called Yoda he's famous for saying to Skywalker 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 no try either do or not do <laughs> I know I don't make a very good Yoda but the message is there. There is no such thing as try, that you're either doing it or you're not doing it. So get the language right too, you know. So go, I don't, you know, I would go, I don't eat corn chips when I watch the footy. I don't eat junk food when I watch the footy. If you're giving up smoking, you would say to people, I'm a non-smoker, I don't smoke. If you're uh, trying to lose weight, you go, I don't eat sweets. But whatever it is, it needs to be final and you need to be accountable for, to it. If you do this, seriously, if you do this, I do this on a regular basis, you'll find that you clean your environment up. Some of those big, ugly monsters, particularly the bad ones, disappear. And so ultimately, you end up with more space to be the real person that you're supposed to be, to play a bigger game. And that's a wonderful thing to be able to achieve. So become, you become disciplined and dedicated. And once you've done it once, the first one is the hardest, trust me. Once you've done one, you can do a second and a third. And before you know it, you're growing and you're going gangbusters. So there's our tip for playing a bigger game this week. Next week, I've got something fantastic fantastic for you. So we've got Nikki Fogden-Moore coming on the show. Nikki is the Vitality Coach and she's going to talk to us about how do we play a bigger game with our ultimate vitality. It's going to be a fantastic conversation. She is so full of energy. The podcast will be blasting down through 
wherever you're listening to it, in your car, on your earphones, off your computer. And I just want to remind you that, as usual, you can get across to rowdymclean.com, give me some feedback, leave some comments, ask some questions. How do you want to play the game so that I can bring a better podcast to you all the time? Uh, working at it again and again and refining and getting better. And I know this is only episode number five, but I'm really enjoying it and I'd love to hear what you think. And we look forward to talking to you next week with Nikki Fogden-Moore, the Vitality Coach, on the Play A Bigger Game podcast.